Hey girl, hey, it's Tisa. Welcome to Rise Up, Empowering Women podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with us. We plan to dive deep and really exploring how we can step into our power and become the women who God called us to be. I'm so ready for this journey. Are you? Hello, hello. I am so excited to be coming back with you today um, for episode two. I titled this, Those Little Voices. So we're going to be talking about those little voices in your head, girls. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. The little voices that always come about, like in the midst, when you're about to do something, or you have a thought of doing something, or you're wanting to change something about yourself or your life, or go after anything, and you get those little voices in your mind that tell you that you can't. Or that you're going to fail. Or that you're not worthy. Or what is such and such going to think? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Those annoying voices. That sometimes they literally just stop you in your tracks. And they have you questioning yourself and your abilities. And sometimes they keep you from even going after the thing that was planted in your heart in the first place. And I, this is a subject that is so near and dear to my heart. Because... Throughout life, in my my uh, short yet long 33 years of life, I've had those moments so many times where I've wanted to pursue something or change something about myself or even right down to this podcast. And I'll get those voices in my head that say, Tisa, who do you think you are? Like, why would you feel like you could even do this? How are you capable of making an impact? Or, you know, you've been through so much. You've, you have, you know, you're not qualified or just all of the little things, you know, that have been placed in my head and I'll hear them. And sometimes I can drown them out. And sometimes, you know, they just consume me, right? I know I'm not alone in that thought, you know, so definitely give me some of your perspectives. But um, I really wanted to tackle onto this because I feel like whenever we have those little voices in our head, that's just our subconscious way of just letting us know that something is really near and dear to us, you know, and the enemy he will try to stop us from stepping into that new version of ourselves, or becoming that person that God called us to be or pursuing those goals and those dreams because he doesn't want us to see us be, oh, that was hard. He doesn't want to see us be our best selves. He doesn't want to see us elevate and really step into our own. And that's ultimately the goal is to continue growing, to continue elevating and just evolving and rising up. You know, we're not supposed to stay stagnant. We're not supposed to remain in the same place. I do believe that there's always seasons, of course, and everyone's seasons are different. They have different lengths of time. They have different things involved in those seasons, but ultimately God doesn't want us to sit still. Y'all, I don't know what's going on. God doesn't want us to sit still. He wants us to continue growing, you know, so if there is a possible way to do that and quiet those voices, then we really, really need to tap into that and take hold of it. So I just really wanted to touch on um, four main areas as far as little voices, and that's going to be insecurities, doubts and fears, past mistakes or failures, and other people's opinions. And to me, well, personally, those are like the core four that have really 
you know, had a lasting impact or like held me back in some sort of way. Those are the things that like really, really get under my skin. Those are the voices that, that I really sometimes have a a hard time just shaking off. So let's dive into those first. Okay. So first I want to talk about insecurities. And as women, we all have them, right? I mean, I think it's safe to say both men and women have insecurities as well. But I'm talking to the ladies here. I'm talking to to the mamas, the sisters, the, the females, the lady ladies, you know, because I am a woman. And especially with being a female, there are so many insecurities that can come to the surface, even for the most confident person, even for, you know, we look at, especially when we're looking around society and social media for one, you know, um, like I said, I do own my own business. So I, I work within social media and it's so easy to look around you and look at other people and see the surface level products or see the highlight reels, you know, and to feel insecure because we're looking around and we're in comparison. That's one of my main sub sub points. And sorry, I got a little tongue tied. That's one of the main sub points. And one of the things I wanted to talk about as far as insecurities is comparison. It is literally the thief of joy. You know, one of the things about comparison is you're just getting the outside view, you know, so you may be looking at someone and idolizing them and feeling like they have it all together. or You know, they, they look the best, they sound the best, they speak the best, but what you don't see is the journey to get there. You don't see their insecurities because just as you have them, they have them as well. So we can no longer live life in comparison because you don't know someone's full backstory, you know? And then there's the other part of lack of confidence. That that stems with insecurities as well. You know, as like I was saying to tie in with comparison, if we're, if we're watching everyone else or people that we see are successful or, you know, people that we're inspired by, or we hold to a certain level, you know, of, um, esteem, you know, it's so easy to, find yourself not being confident in your own abilities and your own gifts and what you bring to the table, especially as women, the way society is set up now, you know, with everything from fashion to music, to the way that we raise our kids to vaccinations, you know, everything. There are so many ways that we cannot feel confident because we'll, we'll begin to question ourselves and what we're doing or question our gifts. I know, um, for my myself personally, I had always had this feeling in the back of my head, you know, I wanted to make an app uh, impact. I wanted to leave last and change, but I didn't feel worthy of that because, you know, I didn't come from the best situation or because I had struggles or because I wasn't the best person in my past. And I'd made so many different mistakes and I'd hurt loved ones and I'd hurt friends and strangers and, you know, hurt people, hurt people, the saying like that. And, you know, I had to give myself some grace and realize that I was doing the best with what I had at that time. But once you know, then the ball is in your court. You can choose. You can make that decision to make those changes. But I still needed help with that confidence. I still needed help with knowing that no matter what, I was still worthy, that I was good enough, and that my voice was meant to be brought to the world. And I truly believe that for everyone. I believe God put each and every one of us on this planet 
to use our light in some sort of way. We are all gifted in some sort of way. It may not be the same as others. It may be completely unconventional, unheard of, but you have something to put out into the world. So we have to really trust and believe that and stop letting that be something that holds us back. And then I also wanted to talk about self-love and worthiness. I I mentioned that just a little bit before, how I'd always had these moments where I felt like I was unworthy to be able to pursue dreams, or I was unworthy, you know, to even start a podcast or run a business or be courageous enough to go against statistics and and, um, pursue a career that society has told us that we could only be successful one way and to go against the grain and pursue a career that's completely unconventional. You know, I would have those moments of feeling unworthy or feeling like I didn't deserve it, you know, because I didn't do things the right way. You know, I didn't get out of high school and go to college and, you know, find a good man and get married and then have babies and, you know, do all the things that we feel like we're supposed to do that society has, you know, told us we're supposed to do. And I've had such rocky moments and I've had ugly moments and highs and lows, you know, and all things from past traumas and all of those had planted those seeds of unworthiness in my heart. And, you know, as I grew closer with God and really tapped and dived into his word for my life and what he already says, he says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says that, you know, we are more than conquerors. He says that we're all these amazing, incredible things. And so whenever we don't believe them. It's kind of like robbing God. It's like saying, you know, okay, God, I know you're you, but I don't believe that I'm this. And he's like, hey, you know, I made you this before you were even in your mother's womb. You know, I feel like sometimes he may even feel like, how dare you think so lowly of yourself? Do you not see you the way that I see you? And so that's one of the big things is that self-love and that worthiness. And um, those can be those little voices too. If you have those moments and those insecurities, you'll have those times when that pops up that you're not worthy of this or you're not capable of this or you can't go and do these because of your past mistakes. So Aside from that, we're going to dive into doubts and fears next. That's a big one. Oh my goodness, that is a big one. Doubts and fears. Fear is, man, fear can be crippling sometimes. Fear can literally keep you from the biggest blessings in your life, from the biggest change, the, the most lasting impact, and like potentially like completely turning your life around. You know, a lot of people live their lives in fear. I can say that because I lived life in fear for so long. Fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of, you know, non-acceptance, so many different fears. So um, a, a few things with those is, with those doubts and fears is, One is going against the grain and society's definition of what's right. And like I told you before, especially with um, pursuing different things, you're going to have that fear of going against the grain. And what I mean by going against the grain is whenever you are trying to do something that wouldn't normally be done or you are pursuing something that in others' eyes doesn't seem like the way to go. That's what I mean by going against the grain. And what, and that can look different for so many different people. You know, um, 
with the the profession that I'm in and what I what I do for a living, it's not conventional. It's it's definitely going against the grain. It's going against everything that society has told us. You know, go to school, get an education, work a job for fifty years, build your four hundred one k, retire, which is absolutely fabulous. I love that. You know, I respect every job field. I'm I'm never going to be one to tell you what you need to do. But what I will say is don't feel like you have to do something because society has told you to do it. Don't feel like you have to pursue a certain path because that's the way that your family has done it your whole life. Don't feel like you have to limit yourself because That's what everyone else is doing. It's okay to go against the grain. It's okay to pursue uncharted waters. It's okay to do things that haven't been done. Or maybe they have been done, but you just don't feel like that's for you because you've been conditioned to feel like you can only do one thing or you can only be placed in one category. So let's tackle into failing. That is another fear. Fear of failure is so strong. Oh my gosh. That was one of my biggest fears for the longest time because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I'm one of those people where I want to do it right. I want to get it right. I, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing it well to the best of my abilities. I've, I always wanted to be someone who didn't fail. You know, and that goes back to so many different things. That's that's from childhood issues and, you know, different situations where I did find myself feeling like a failure. You know, especially as a young mom, I would have those moments where I felt like a complete failure, you know, because there were days when I was going to school and I was working full time and, you know, I didn't get to see my daughter that much. And in my mind, you know, I knew that I was doing these things to give her a better life. But those little voices in my head were telling me that I was a failure. I was a failure as a mom because I wasn't spending that time with her. I was a failure as a mom because I was putting her in childcare while I was going off to night school. You know, all of those little things. So, we have those failures, uh, failures. We have those feelings of being a failure, especially if you're wanting to pursue something, if you're wanting to make healthy habits or change things. You'll get those little voices in the back of your mind like, you're going to fail at this. Like, why would you start this? What if you fail? Why would you do this? This isn't going to work out. You you know, you're going to fail. That failure, it's such, it's a little voice, but it's a loud voice. And then I want to talk about the feeling and fear of being a fraud. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, so I say boom, 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 because this is something that I have wrestled with for a few years now. You know, you know that saying, fake it to make it. I spent a lot of my adulthood doing that, faking it to make it. And that's basically, that's when you're pretending everything is okay and to get to the end goal, to get to, you know, the next day or you're putting on a facade, you're putting on your face card as a couple of people say. And we do that so much. We do that, you know, in person with the people that we care about, the people that we love. And we do that for sure on social media. You know, um, we have a way of thinking that if we portray that everything is okay, then 
everything will be okay. And that's not the case. You know, if we don't live in our truths, then we're never going to get through those hard moments. You know, we're never going to get past those situations. And for me, Whenever I began this journey, when I began my career change and all that that intakes, it it was a lot of self-development. It was a lot of diving deep into who I was and to who, you know, God called me to be and to peeling back those layers, peeling back those insecurities and those doubts and really getting to the roots of those. And for me, one of the biggest things with, um, feeling like being a fraud is I wasn't sure how to show up originally. I wasn't sure how to show up with my business and to those that I love when I was in a season of chaos, whenever things weren't going right, I didn't know how to show up and still feel like I could leave an impact because I felt like for so long that I had to have it all together. Everything had to be good. Everything had to be perfect. I had to be happy and joyful all the time in order to create lasting change or to in order to be a good person. So I didn't know how to show up authentically in that time when everything wasn't okay because I didn't want to feel like a fraud. You know, that those little voices in my head would tell me, especially at the beginning um, of my career, I would have those little voices when I would get ready to go and do a live or um, have conversations with people. And it would be like, Tisa, how dare you get on this live and tell people they can change their lives when your life is a hot mess? How dare you tell people that they can choose joy when some days you don't even want to get out of bed because you feel so broken and you are just a mess, you know? And so that little voice of telling me that I was going to be a fraud, it was so loud. It was so freaking loud. And the truth of the matter is, is we have have to show up that way. We have to show up as our authentic self because chances are 99.9% the things that you're going through, someone else is going through those too. And they need you to show up as your authentic self because what you're going to put out into the world in those moments, in those raw, vulnerable moments, that might be the very thing that they need to help them come out of their situation too. So, Another thing, last thing on doubts and fears that I want to touch on is seeing it through. Now, seeing it through, that's a big one for me because like I was um, saying, I had done a lot of, I think it was like two days ago. For me, one of the biggest things in my life has been consistency and seeing these, seeing, uh, seeing things through. And what I mean by that is I get so excited about things. I just, I, I get excited so easy, guys. If you can't tell, like I'm smiling while doing this podcast right now because it just fills my heart. But I will get excited about things. And maybe this is you too. You know, you'll get excited about starting something or being a part of something and it's going awesome. Maybe it's like a, a diet or maybe it's a new workout plan or, you know, maybe you're pursuing a new hobby and something. And so you have that fire that's sparked up in you and you're super excited and pumped up and pumped up and then it like fizzles out right it, like the new the honeymoon phase is gone like the newness wears off and life happens you know you wake up late one day or you get an argument with your spouse or your kids are working your nerves or you're just having a bad day and you're like you know what screw that I'm not doing it I'm done with this I'm done with this and so you leave it and you leave it there and you don't pick it back up you know so um 
for me, that was one of those voices in my head whenever I was about to start this podcast, whenever I was making transitions in life, whenever I had my career change. That was one of the voices in my head, you know. Tisa, are you going to see this through? Girl, you have started things and you haven't finished because I'll tell you right now, I will start up something and it will be bomb.com. And in the past, before, you know, I've lost interest or life has got in the way and I've left it there. So those little voices will creep up, especially when I know, like I feel it in my pit. You know how you know that you need to do something. You know that you need to pursue something. You know that you need to let something go. You need to create something. You know it. Like you know it. It's been on your heartstrings. And then that voice creeps in. Girl, are you going to finish this? Are you really going to see this through? Is this going to be one of those things that you started and then you just put down? Like, that's, that's one of those biggest voices. So then you have to be like, no, I'm, I'm pushing this aside because I am going to see this through or, or whatever the case may be. So that is, that's one of the, the last things that I wanted to touch on on doubts and fears. So uh, my last point here is, No, I'm sorry, not my last point. My third point. I'm having a moment, guys. Don't judge me. This is a judge-free zone. Like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm just coming to you with things on my heart that I I feel like need to be addressed. Us as women, we need to have a safe space that we can talk about it. So let's jump into past mistakes and failures. I talked about it a little bit. I feel like all of these all kind of tie into each other, but just really highlighting the main points of them, I feel like it's going to be helpful. So past mistakes and failures, guys. Those voices can be super tough. Those uh, those voices can, they, I mean, they are a combination of insecurities, pa- uh, comparison, self-love, um, seeing it through being a fraud. Those are the things, like, that all jumbles in together, you know. With me, um, I know I'm saying me a lot, but I, I don't feel like I can um, really get my message apart across without sharing a bit of my story. Um, sorry, I was getting a call. With um, me and my past issues in life, um, I lived in the past for so long on so many different levels. Um, I would think about the things that I did, you know, the mistakes that I made, the choices that I made, and um, I would find myself reliving those moments. For sure, uh, whenever I decided that I was going to be someone that was going to create impact for the world. Whenever I realized that God called me to use my voice and the things that I had been through to touch someone else, that's when those little voices would come in and remind me of all of the wrong things that I did, you know, and you can be a good person. You can be, you know, an amazing human being and still have dirt. You know, a lot of people, Whenever they look at you, and this goes back to, you know, social media and the outside world and the perception of you, and they see where you are now, but they don't know all the things from before. And so you know those things. And whenever you are feeling good and you're feeling ready to move forward and push forward, the enemy will come in like a thief. That's what he does. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He'll come in like a thief and be like, hey, Tisa, remember when you wasn't kind? 
You know, remember when you did this? Remember when you were that person that people would make status and, and memes about? Remember when you were on the other side of the wrongdoing? Remember when you were guilty? How dare you feel like you can do better? You can't do better. You're still that old person. You still have those mistakes. He wants us to live in those mistakes. He wants us to always take hold and remember those things. He wants us to... um to dwell on them because if we're dwelling on those mistakes, if we're dwelling on those failures, those past incidents, then we can't see how far we've come. We can't see that we are so much more than the mistakes that we've made because let's be real. God already forgave us and he already forgot them. It's us that's holding on to it. It's us that's holding on to that guilt. It's us that's holding on to the remembrance of those old ways and that old person that we used to be. And the enemy uses that. He's like, oh, this is the weak point. I can get to her. She wants to impact women and show them that they're worthy. I'm going to remind her of a time when she was doing things that were so despicable that no one would even really want to speak to her if they knew what she was doing behind closed doors. That's what the enemy does. He tries to come in and invade our mind and he takes hold of those those few moments, those failures, those mistakes, if you will, and he tries to blow them into proportion to where that's all that we can see. We don't see that, yes, we did make those mistakes, but we've righted those wrongs and we're no longer doing those things. And not only are we not doing those things, we're moving forward and we're trying to create healthy habits and lasting relationships and just be better in general. He doesn't want us to see any of that. So, um... The last thing that I want to touch on, and I think it's so, so important, um, as women, as females, as the nurturers, as the creators of life, as you will, I think it's so, so important that we take root and just kick this in the butt. Let's be real. It's, I'm done with this. That is others' opinions, guys. Oh my goodness. That can be something that can hold you back in the biggest way. Because let's be honest, people are going to have opinions regardless. They are going to think whatever they're going to think, whenever they're going to think it. And we have no control over that, right? We cannot control what Sally Sue thinks about us pursuing our dreams. We cannot control what Billy John thinks about how we show up to the world and us pursuing our dreams and us going after goals or starting a new hobby or, or taking a stand on something that we believe in. There's nothing that we can do about it, you know? But we'll have those voices in our head whenever we're going to pursue something that says, oh, you know, what's my mom going to think about me not wanting to go to college and wanting to, you know, travel the country for the first year and figure out what I'm going to do? What's my ex-boyfriend going to say about me pursuing a new dream or changing my career? What is my best friend going to say about me deciding that I don't want to continue to party and I want to do things that serve me and I want to form healthy habits? What is Facebook going to say about me deciding that I am going to do whatever? You know what I'm saying? You know where I'm going with this. Like, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? They're going to think that I'm a fraud. They're going to think that I'm trying to be better than them. They're going to think that, you know, I feel like this or I'm being that or all of these things. When in reality, 
we can't control what they think. They're going to think what they're going to think regardless whether you're doing something good or whether you're doing something bad. So why would you not pursue your own dreams? Why would you not do the things that make you happy? Why would you not become the person that God called you to be? Because they're going to think their own thoughts anyways. And we can no longer be hostage by what people think. And let's be honest. Most of the time when people have negative thoughts about whatever it is that you're trying to pursue, they either have their own insecurities with themselves about not pursuing something that's on their heart, or they just simply don't understand. And the fact of the matter is, it's not for them to understand. If something was placed on your heart, if God planted a seed in your mind, in your heart, it's for you. Your vision is for you. It's not for everyone else to understand. Because the people that are meant to understand it, they're going to come. They're going to be placed in your life. They're going to be placed in your path. And they're going to get it. And it's going to be effortless. And you're not going to have to explain yourself. You're not going to have to worry about what they think. Because that vision was for them too. So if it's not for them, that's okay, guys. It's completely okay. So I just wanted, I hope that this made some sense. I know it was a little longer, but I really wanted to touch on those voices because they can drown. They can drown out our dreams. You know, they can overpower us and We have to recognize them for what they are, call them out on their BS, and speak life over them, especially if it's something like self-belief or self-worth. If you're feeling in your heart and in your mind that you are not this or you're not that or you're this or that. You have to speak against that. That's why I'm huge on affirmations and the things that we speak to ourselves. That's one way that we can combat that. But I want to leave you with this. It's a verse, it's a Bible verse, and it's Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you hope and a future. So just know that whenever you're wanting to pursue something or you're seeking growth and elevation, the enemy's going to come in with those little voices. He's going to try to convince you otherwise. But just know that God already knows the plans for you. It's plans to give you hope and a future. So he's not going to plant something in your mind and in your heart that's going to fail. He's going to give you hope and a future. So I love you guys. I hope that it made some sense. I hope that it touched you in some kind of way. I'm so so glad that you could tune in and I just pray that you have an amazing rest of your day. Oh my goodness, guys, what an incredible episode. I hope that it was full of all the nuggets of knowledge that you need to just move forward and just know how incredibly worthy and capable you are and to know how to silence those little voices so that you can step into the woman God called you to be. Do me a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, like and share it. Leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts so that way I can shout you out and just let you know how much I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, I hope that you guys are choosing joy, being love and light, being kind to yourself and others. And remember, if you cannot help, please don't hurt. Love you guys.